Hello, friends. Welcome to Heidi's Colorful Colorado. I'm your host, Heidi Ganahl, a wife, mom of four, CU Regent, and the founder of Camp Bow Wow and The She Factor. With a passion for keeping the spirit of our state alive and well, I started this podcast to bring the people of Colorado together to celebrate the amazing state we call home. Come along on this journey with me as I travel across our old country roads in my vintage RV, interviewing folks that embody the true spirit of the Rocky Mountains. From the Front Range to the Mile High City to the Wild West of Southern Colorado, we'll celebrate the history, beauty, and Coloradans that make this place the colorful state it is. Each week, you'll meet people trailblazing the way for an even more colorful future for us all, making a huge difference along the way. Are you ready for a Rocky Mountain ride? Let's do this, Colorado. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Heidi's Colorful Colorado. Boy, do we have a treat for you today, and we got a treat earlier when Daisha and I got to experience the beer spa. Jessica and Damien, this is such a fantastic concept. I want to hear all about it. Welcome to Heidi's Colorful Colorado. Thank you so Thank much you. for having us. Of Thanks. course. So you invited us to experience the spa before we did the podcast, so Daisha and I had a blast. It was amazing. And to your point, you can't really understand it until you experience it. Tell us how you came up with this concept. Yeah, so it's a really fun story. Um, Damien and I met in New York City. We were both living and working there for our corporate jobs. Um, shortly after we got married, we decided to quit the corporate world, um, sell everything we own, pack two backpacks, and travel the world for a 14-month world tour, um, looking for ideas and inspiration. So we wanted to um, find a unique business idea that doesn't exist in the United States yet that we could bring back here. Um, Damien is originally from France. I had traveled a lot before at a younger age. Um, so we knew there was a lot of interesting concepts out there that just America hasn't seen yet. Um, so at the end of 2017 is when we left. We ended up traveling for 14 months. We went to 25 countries. Oh my gosh. And about halfway in is when we ended up in Poland, which is where we discovered our first beer spa. Okay, what was the beer spa like in Poland? Yes. So very different than it is here. Um, so it's very rustic, very Eastern European. We ended up going Europe to one. Yeah. So ah. we ended up going to one in um, Poland, one in Prague, and one in Budapest. So um, the style of the beer spas there is very like log cabin-esque. <laughs> you lay in a bed of hay after your beer bath, which is not the most comfortable thing in the oh world. I don't gosh. know who came up with that. It's very criminal too. So uh, <laughs> here you've got your privacy. Mm -hmm. While well, over there it's more criminal. I think this is more cultural for yeah. Europeans to be able to be maybe naked in front of each other. <laughs> um, so uh, we are really providing more privacy experience than anything else. But over there, this is more party oriented as well because you have the tap next to you. So mm -hmm. you can drink as much beer as you would like, which is, I believe, not legal here uh, <laughs> in Denver. Um, so we made sure that we focus more on wellness than the party uh, vibes that you can find in Europe. Don't get me wrong, in Eastern Europe is a lot of fun. It's amazing, <laughs> uh, but very different. So one of the things that Daisha and I were commenting on was, oh my gosh, the customer service here is out of this world. You know, honestly, that's something that's been lost in the fray over the last few years. I know everyone's getting back in the swing of things after COVID, but your staff is amazing and we felt so pampered. So. What's your background or how do you know how to instill that into um, this amazing place? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, my background is hospitality and travel, um, so there's no there's no rocket science behind. I mean, you come to the beer spa, it's a day spa. You got to relax <laughs> and you got to live in wind and with a big smile. So, we do put a lot of pressure on our staff, making sure that the guest experience here is everything. Mm-hmm. I believe that we believe that the beer spa is more a customer service company first, and then a wellness company. Mm-hmm. And we actually don't call or Customers, customers, we call them guests, ah. and that changed the entire mindset of how we treat you here. Um, so that is all the philosophy. We definitely want to make sure that you have a perfect time, but in the meantime, we don't want to be too much because you are here with your husband, your significant other, your best friend, and you are here to make sure that you create a better maybe connection with your significant other. Uh-huh. So it's not like a restaurant. It's not a, a day spa where you're in very quickly, out very quickly. Uh, we want to make sure that you have a good time. So we go, to be honest with you, we go. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes people want to talk to us. Sometimes they don't want. So we, we just analyze people yeah. a lot. Um, yeah, and I think I want to add something to that. Um, you know, this can be a very intimidating experience, I think, for a lot of people. We have a lot of first-time spa goers, a lot of men that have never been to a spa before. So it was really important that we guide our guests by the hand through every step of the mm-hmm. way. So they never feel like they don't know what they're doing or what the expectations are. Um, I think a lot of the intimidation comes from people not knowing what the, the standards are, how you're supposed to act <laughs> or what you're supposed to wear. Um, so we like to to be very transparent and clear, you know, how the process will work. Even on our website, we have a, a page that goes over the experience step by step. Um, and many people review that before coming in here just because it is so new. They don't want to feel like they, they don't know what they're doing or do something silly. Um, so that's another reason why we put a big emphasis on customer service is just that people feel relaxed and comfortable and aren't anxious through, you know, any step of the process. Boy, is that the truth? I'm pretty relaxed right now. Okay. I, I could definitely take a ride in that chair again, those chairs. Yeah. Are amazing and the process is really thought out well and you did pay so much attention to detail um, one of the details is the amazing taps back there with the beers Colorado is I mean we love our beer here so how do you pick the beers or how, what kind of relationship do you have with the different brewers Yeah, that's a great question. So um, originally it was just Damien and I managing this. And a lot of our first breweries that we worked with were all through relationships, people that we had met. Um, We were fortunate enough to be invited to go to the Great American Beer Fest right when we first moved here in 2000, I guess it was the 2019 Great American Beer Fest. Um, So we met a lot of great breweries there. Um, And a few of them that we ended up having on tap were actually just came here as customers. So they came and enjoyed the experience. We got to chatting with them afterwards, realized that they own a brewery. Um, So that was a really great way because they already showed commitment and interest in us rather than just coming and giving a sales pitch um, that they came and actually enjoyed the whole experience. Um, But now we actually have someone who used to work at one of the breweries. Um, He's very involved in the craft beer scene here in Denver. So he is our brewery brewery relations manager. Ooh, nice. Um, So yeah, so he manages all the relationships, um, picks our lineup. We're pretty much have our breweries figured out six months in advance. So right now we're booked through the end of the year. Um, But we've had all of the major players uh, come approach us. Um, We even had Sapporo came in here the (laughs) other day, which I was like, I will take your samples, but we only do locals. um, Not quite a Colorado beer, although I enjoy it with some sushi. Exactly. Yeah. So that was fun. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, we have over 400 breweries to choose from in Colorado. So that wow. was definitely a big reason why we chose to move here to Denver to open this. Yeah, this is our day of beer. We're actually headed to Greeley after this and going to visit one of the brewery owners up there. Nice. So we'll talk to him and, and, yeah. and uh, talk up the beer spa. Yeah, thank you. So you guys, how... How did you pick your location? Like, how did you end up in this part of Denver? And describe to the folks on the podcast where you are in Denver. Sure. Yeah. So we are located in Denver's historic Five Points neighborhood. So we're right on the corner of 30th and Downing. Um, we're right across from the end of the L light rail, which is very convenient. Um, and we're also a quick five, 10 minute walk from all the breweries and restaurants in Rhino, um, as well as a quick light rail ride away from downtown. So um, the location was very strategic for us. Um, part of it came from where we got our funding. So half of our funding came from the city of Denver, from the Office nice. of Economic Development. Um, and a part of that is that we needed to be in an area that was in need of economic development. So um, as we were looking at commercial real estate, we would have to look on the HUD map um, and we had to be at an address that was 51% or more low to median income. Okay. Um, so that already like crossed out a lot of potential locations. Yeah. We can't be in Cherry Creek or in the middle of low high um, or even in the heart of Rhino. Um, so the main areas that we were looking at were Colfax, South Broadway, um, and Five Points. Got it. So we, you know, it was really challenging for us also with the commercial real estate because our tubs are really heavy yeah. um, and a lot of the spaces that we looked at have basements and we oh, would have needed to structurally reinforce the ground beneath the tubs because we have 140 gallons of water in these tubs <laughs> plus the people and the weight of the tubs itself. And the beer. And the beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so that was another that like crossed off like about half the locations that we were touring um, just because we can't have a basement underneath where the tubs are. Um, but other than that, we love Five Points. We actually yeah. live just up the street, a five-minute walk from here. Um, it's a really an area that's rich with history. Um, it's close enough where the tourists come here, but we still have a really great neighborhood vibe. So we're really close with a lot of our adjacent neighbors and businesses. Um, so we really just like that community-style feel rather than being in a strip plaza on Colorado Boulevard. And I think uh, it is important to add that Five Points is such a part of the huge DNA of Denver that we need a want to be in Rhino, we didn't want to be in downtown, we wanted to be somewhere where we should be a part of the change, Some somewhere where we can bring something unique. And I think Five Points, like Colfax, as is now changing, or Sad Brotherhood that is now changing, or um, have simi uh, similarities. So I think this is very important that we choose that space strategically to be close to downtown, but as well to be a part of the change. And we live here in, in Five Points, we love Five Points, and I think there is nowhere else that we would have uh, shoes beside those economic reasons of uh, helping with the change and the city uh, supporting us. That's wonderful. I mean, we started Camp Bow Wow um, on South Broadway, um, near uh, Broadway in Florida. And back then it was very undeveloped. And mm -hmm. one of the things that I loved about starting down there was the community. And you got to know the local business owners and, and they'd been there for a long time. And we tried to keep the flavor of that community, right? And Pasquini's was right across the suite back then. You're completely right. And the neighbors here are incredibly supportive. They oh, work good. in here for beers, massage. They, they keep buying gift cards for their <laughs> friends and family. We've been incredibly supported by the neighbors and the communities here. That's the spirit of Colorado, yeah, isn't it? Definitely. And that's one of the questions I ask folks. Um, you know, having a business here and being in the entrepreneur community, but also in your neighborhood, 
What's it been like to be um, starting a business per se in Colorado or what's the spirit of Colorado to you around the business side of it? Yeah, sure. So um, another big reason why we chose to move here is because the support that the city has for small businesses. Um, So anyone I think that you ask on the street that lives here will prefer going to a mom and pop or a family local owned business than they would going to a chain. Um, It's very evident by the fact that especially in the downtown in this more urban area, there's not a lot of chains unless you go to the 16th Street Mall. Um, But people really love supporting local businesses. Um, And that also comes across to the funding options that's available from the city. So the fact that there's so many um, great programs, uh, entrepreneurial hubs that you can go to, um, and just resources provided by, uh, you know, the city that helps entrepreneurs is really just a showcase of of how supportive the city is um, and the state of Colorado to small businesses. And we felt that through every step of the way. I mean, people are so genuine here. I think everyone has a very Midwest uh, kind of mentality. So everyone, you know, will stop and ask how you're doing. They want to help even they expect nothing in return, but they want to go out of their way to help offer, you know, any sort of services that they have or help you spread the word. Um, So we've just felt so overjoyed um, and excited to be here in this community. So personally, when we talk about um, what you love about Colorado, if a friend says, what do you like to do in Colorado? What do you do for hobbies in your free time? I know it's hard with a new business, but yeah. So maybe we can answer that in like a year from now. (laughs) Um, So we moved here January 2019, so it's been a little over two years. And we don't have a car is another thing that I like to point out. Um, Moving from New York City, uh, you know, we're used to the urban lifestyle. So um, we unfortunately don't and haven't really enjoyed a lot of the things that people move here for, like the (laughs) mountains, the hiking, the snowboarding, the outdoor activities. Um, We love going and trying new restaurants and bars, though. We love listening to live music, going to jazz bars. Um, The Botanic Gardens is absolutely beautiful. But most of what we do are more urban activities, which I think is a little different than most people that typically spend all their free time out in nature but as of right now don't have a ton of time we work you know 15 to 17 hour days seven days a week um so yes i maybe we'll have a more you know, exciting answer a year. Well, and there was this little thing called COVID that happened too, that, that made it a bit true. hard to get out and about. So yes. <laughs> we'll give you a break. I, I think my favorite thing is to run on that Cherry Creek Trail ah. uh, from all the way from here, basically on the other side, all the way to Cherry Creek and come back. And that's amazing because, you know, you cross all the way through REI and then you go all the way through those neighborhoods and then end up in Cherry Creek and come back. So that's currently my favorite thing to do outdoor <laughs> in Denver. Uh, now, we love Golden. I mean, we love Golden. We, we love the close surroundings. You love Four Coins. We love Four Coins. We spent some time there last year for anniversary. So uh, I think we need to have more time to uh, get out there and we will. Well, I, you know, I usually ask people what's the most Colorado thing you've ever done, but A, you started a business in Five Points, and you started a beer spa, and you're really connected with the beer community, so those are pretty Colorado things to do. Yeah, <laughs> And running the Cherry Creek Trail. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to add to that, though? Is there something you think you can think that you've done since you moved here that's like, wow, that was really Colorado? Uh, yes. Going to uh, you know I'm from Europe, so going to going to a dispensary. Ah, yes, <laughs> that is a good one. Not yeah. a lot of people have brought that up. Uh, so yeah, going to a dispensary for me and seeing those leaves and and this is legal. Oh my <laughs> God! Wow. Okay, they got it. Fine, sure, fun. And so that was pretty mind blowing for me. Well, no, 
driving as well and smelling all of that smell from those warehouses. <laughs> that is incredible. You're in your car and say, uh, I don't have anything in my car. No, it's <laughs> the hair, the fresh leaves hair flying above your car and you're inside the car and you smell the warehouse, the smell of the warehouse, which obviously are feeding the, all of the dispensary in the, in the state. So. Jamie, what, um, when you talk to your friends and family back in Europe, what do you tell them about living in America? Is there anything quirky or different than you thought it was going to be? Uh, well, uh, they are, Europeans are very fascinated about America because everything they see are based on movies uh. and your culture. From the simple uh, 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 teddy bear from Coca-Cola, the Labrador from Budweiser, mm -hmm. all of that. So, and same f at restaurants when you have the biggest uh, large pizza here is a huge extra XL <laughs> pizza in Europe. So everything is bigger. Everything is uh, everything is just like a movie when you more come dramatic. here the first time. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Well, yeah, Colorado is, I think, more... I like the perhaps downtown because it reminds me a bit of Europe. You can walk downtown, uh, which is what it is in every single European cities. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but most of it, I think what, uh, what I describe uh, America for my friends and family is the opportunities you get here, no matter what's your name, no matter what's your color or background, if you have something in mind and you're smart about it and you plan ahead, you can reach those objectives. It takes yeah. time. It's not easy. And I'm not talking about the American dream, but there is, it's a land of opportunities. And you guys allow those people like me coming here, making it this happening. And that's just incredible. And in Europe, we're less risk adverse. So that's more on the entrepreneurial side. We're more into risk in Europe. Well, here, yeah, go for it. The city gave us such an amazing opportunity. <laughs> or non-profit lender gave us such an amazing opportunity to make something happening which just based on goals and dreams, you know. That's and right. I think America is just such a land of opportunities. And you can, you, from nothing, you can create something amazing, you know. And I would always be grateful and thankful for the opportunities I got here. Well, geez, I mean, we can make a living um, with beer and with dogs. That's a pretty good way to live our lives, Definitely. right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, you guys, how can people find out more about like booking an appointment? Or should they just go to the website? Are you on social media? Tell us a little bit about how to get in touch. Yeah, sure. So um, I think the first thing everyone should check out is our website. So we invested a lot in creating a great video that gives people an overview of the space. Um, again, just <laughs> listening. Yeah, just having someone <laughs> explain it, I think, doesn't do it justice. So the video and the pictures on the website, I think, help um, gain a little bit more of an understanding of what happens within these walls. Um, so that's www.thebeerspa.com. Okay. Very easy. Um, we're also very active on social media. So it's just The Beer Spa. Again, very straightforward um, on Instagram, uh, on Facebook. And then we also recently launched a TikTok. Oh, TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. My kids, they, they would, uh, yeah, I don't let them look at it very often because they get like, will fall into the black hole. But yeah. It is pretty fun. I, I mostly watch dog TikToks, but I'll yeah. check out the Beer Spa TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I would advise that do not feel shy to come to Beer Spa for a beer and a massage. We're pretty booked, but 
put a date on it, but if you're curious, just come in as a walk-in. We'll have you having a beer, a beer tasting, and then having you for a massage. There is no need for reservation for that. And this is a beautiful space. This is as well, this is a tap room slash lounge. So people during the weekend, neighbors come here, have a beer and leave and go and have brunch and lunch. So do not feel shy to come as well and make your appointment with your beautiful uh, people here that can just book you right in a second. Well, you guys have built an incredible experience here. I had such a blast this morning, and I'm definitely coming back. I'm going to buy some gift cards, and I bought a little tumbler so that I can enjoy nice. Yeah, the experience <laughs> at home, too. But um, I, I just can't thank you enough for inviting us into your business and, and learning, a, teaching us a little bit about how you got here and your road and your journey, and, and uh, it's fabulous. So everybody needs to come here and check it out. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. It's really been a pleasure. Thanks, you guys. Thank you, guys. And be happy and happy. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today on Heidi's Colorful Colorado. If you enjoyed this conversation, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And definitely follow me on Instagram to keep up with my latest adventures. In the meantime, happy trails from me, Heidi Ganahl.